What's going on, Big Story of the Day podcast? Today is May 27th, the year 2020 of our Lord. And I'm joined by Matt Burton. We're here to talk about Friday Night Lights on the Streaming Club, the weekly episode here on the Big Story. Matt, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Oh, wow. In person. I sound, I sound clear. In person, I don't not sound, on the phone. I don't sound bad on the phone. No, it's great to be here. And uh, should be, however long we do this, should be here, should be hearing me clear and not on the phone. Yeah. Anymore. So I'm excited about that, for sure. But yes, always excited to talk about uh, some Friday Night Lights. Yeah, so I was trying to do the math, because the NBA comes back on July 25th, and I was like, okay, so that's like nine more movies for me and Madison. Me and Brady could maybe get through two more books, maybe, right. mm-hmm. just depending on what they are. And I was like, me and Matt are going to get through three seasons. We're going to get through some episodes. Yeah, if not more of this show. Like, we're going to really be plowing through here towards the finish. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm fully hooked. I'm fully hooked on this show. Yeah. And like, I- like, I've, like we've talked about, I haven't watched ahead because A, it gives me something to look forward to every week. Yeah. And B, I don't want to get all like scrambled jumbled. around. I don't want to get all jumbled around. I would be like, okay, these three, I don't want to get ahead and then be like, oh wait, you know, talk about something that happened yeah. before. So no, I'm looking forward to it. This has been this has been a good part of quarantine. So We're I'm glad you asked me. Halfway through the second season already. I know, I know. It's great. Yeah. And a lot has happened. This is uh Murder. This is the murder. A murder, but from the most unlikely of suspects. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, we were just talking about this. Landry also, obviously, in Breaking Bad. True. That would make sense <laughs> yes, for the character he yes. plays in Breaking Bad. A Very lot of befuddling things. for... A lot of things. You could say that, you know, Breaking Bad Breaking Bad took place after Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Did Landry... Is that who Landry Did Landry become, become this guy? I think this was the seed. That was the seed. The murder you know, was the first He started thing. off... It was, on accident, but it was on someone who deserved it. Yes. So there's, you know, a moral dilemma, but it just carried on to him just being a full-blown psychopath. Yeah. So as I've talked to you about, my wife is watching the show with me kind of on and off. She did not yeah. watch it with me last week. Okay. But did today. Okay, so she's a slacker. So she, Yes, she is a okay. slacker, but she missed the murder. Oh, oh so she's just like, what is good? A big plot point. Uh, and so like halfway through the first episode, she goes, wait, did someone kill someone? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you know, there's a lot um, going on here. He's yeah. like, you know, you remember that guy who tried to rape Tyra? She goes, yeah, that was awful. I was like, yeah, he showed back up. Yeah, yeah, he tried to do the same thing again. Yeah, and and so she's like, wait, so she she almost got raped twice. I was like, yeah, except for the second time, you know, Landry got there and right. hit him over the head with a pipe twice. T- yes, and twice. you know they disposed of the body in the river. And she goes, and these kids are how old? Like every time I talk to her about the show, she ends the story with, and these kids are how old? Yes. Exactly. Which is a fair question. Just like we said last week, though. I mean, it's just your relatable high school murder with your friends. What's more relatable? A high school murder with your friends where you dispose the body in the river or running away to Mexico (laughs) with your best friend, your ex-girlfriend at 17 years old for a week? Uh, It's tough, but the murder is more relatable. Um, (laughs) The week trip to Mexico. Um. Because again, it left me confused. Tim is again is established is not eighteen because he gets no. arrested in this episode and he has to have an adult come sign him out. Yes, uh, Tim is not eighteen. He's done he's done quite a bit for someone who has not reached uh, a level to where he could buy tobacco. Adulthood is going to be crazy for him. It's going to be fantastic. Or or he peaked. Or he peaked now and he it's settles down. You know, he tried to go to church in in one of these episodes. Yes, with Lila, he tried to go to church. So maybe he's peaking. In high school, and he's like, all right, you know what? These stories I can have for the rest of my life. I'm going to chill out. But that doesn't seem like what doesn't seem like what Tim Riggins is all about. 
So I guess we'll just start there. Jason yeah. getting injected with shark stem cells? Stem cells, yeah. So Would you, I, Stem cells are a thing. I have never heard of anyone getting injected with shark stem cells. Stem cells are a thing. Um, Did they just pick I can't an say that I know. I can't say I know what stem cells are. I just know that it's a thing, and a lot of people think it, I mean, it does a good job. But uh, I've never heard sharks. Yeah. Uh, when he said sharks, I was immediately like, okay, this was already a bad idea. Right. This is already a terrible idea. Uh, him saying I'm going to inject him with shark stem cells, that just that sent it from 99.9 percent bad idea to 100. 100%. That sent it to 100 percent bad idea. I want to know whenever they were storyboarding this in the writers' room, they're like, okay, ostrich, shark, <laughs> and Dave in the back's like giraffe. And like, okay, I ride giraffe. Or maybe it's like, where's he getting shark stem cells from? Or like, maybe they have you fill out on the questionnaire. That's like, what's your favorite animal? Yeah, maybe. And then maybe Street said a shark. Yes. And then they're like, you know what? We're going to give him his favorite He wrote animal. Panther. And he yeah. goes, nope, that's right. I hate Dylan. I forgot. Like your medical information, like, oh, social security number. Yeah, this. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Your insurance, blah, blah, blah. What's your favorite animal? Oh, that's a weird question. That's Why is that on question. here? Why is that on here? I don't know. Shark, I guess. Yeah. Uh, getting inter- getting injected with star- shark stem shell- cells. Illegal in the United States, unshockingly. Yeah. And then I like that they try to address the fact that it's illegal and the doctor says, well, the FDA. <laughs> the FDA, you know. Uh, surprisingly, yeah, uh, shark inject, shark stem cells, uh, not FDA approved. Not FDA approved. So, Lila Garrity, who's also 17. Yes. No, actually, did she graduate this past, she did. She's graduated. She's not in school anymore. Right, okay. I think so. Yeah, so she's 18. She's a year removed from school. And she just, on a whim, leaves home... The- and goes to Mexico for a week. So this led me to start asking a lot of questions. First off, Lila didn't go to college? Yeah, after she was like... I she mean, was going to Notre Dame originally. Right. And then, obviously... Yeah, street's accident. Obviously. And... But she can't get into, like... The Dylan Community College? Yeah. Like, what? Like, I, didn't, I mean... She could take classes anywhere? No. So I, she's I just not. going to church. Okay. And then yeah. coming home? Like, is that her day-to-day now? I mean, I guess that's not a bad that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's better than you know, she could she could she could have gone the complete opposite way. She could be a drug addict. That's it could true. Be a lot, it could be a lot of different things that she could do. But uh, yeah, I guess I am very what is confused. What Tyra doing now with her days? I don't know. Um, besides hating her father, which for good reason. Yes. Um, yeah, I would say church and just trying to better herself. I guess um, printing a lot not, of flyers, but not getting an education. Not getting an education. That's not something Spending that we could Spending a lot of time at out. Kinko's. Yes. Cutting flyers into fours <laughs> to place them on car windows, I guess. Right. I don't know. And trying to convince Tim every single day to come to church. I don't know about you, but if my freshman year of college, I would have called my parents and said, hey, I got a buddy. He's down in Mexico right now. <laughs> he took $10,000 cash to get shark stem cells pushed into his back. I got to go down there, mom. I mean, my mom would, I mean, they would have me arrested. Yeah. I, they let me cross the border. I think that, well, my first question, my mom's first question would be like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, they might have me checked into a mental institution too. You know, yeah. they would, they would think something is wrong yeah. uh, with my mental, but the whole love triangle down there. Super awkward. It's like the road trip. Of, you know, Very awkward. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, she was dancing with Street and then, you know, 
we'll make out. And then immediately, not even like, like 40 separated, seconds. literally seconds after is dancing with Tim and makes out with him too. And then says, I've got to go pray. You know what? Do you? Where did I'm Jason get $10,000? That's a great question. Cash. Uh, this, the, the settlement, they got money, but that didn't go to him, right? Right. They'll go to his parents. They'll go to his parents. Now, Jason is 18 because he's the same age as Lila. Right. Is Jason's parents on board with this doctor plan? Did he just up and leave I, unannounced? I don't think. We have to assume he ran away. Like yeah, this, oh, for sure. I don't think that his parents would be like, yes, our our paralyzed son should go to Mexico by himself to have these to have this shark stem cell surgery. I don't I, I can't see them signing off. Yeah, on that. Especially with Jason's parents, you know, just recently suing the school board. Yes. Not exactly the uh nicest Also, isn't his dad a pharmacist? Yeah, you would think that he would like nix that just yeah, completely like, hey, son, stop that right there. As someone who works in the medical field. It's not FDA approved, son. If it's not FDA approved, <laughs> it's probably for a reason. <laughs> but yeah, no, the love triangle, that was... Uh, Is like Jason one of those I didn't guys like, surfing QAnon websites? Like, also, I feel like he's a conspiracy theorist. Can't trust the he government. Might he might be, honestly. We should all be drinking shark stem cells. I drank giraffe urine this morning and I feel fine. <laughs> hey. Whatever works. Whatever um, works. Yeah, that, I just I, that whole that whole them being in Mexico, it was just weird. It was just weird to me. I don't know. I mean, I get he wanted he thought he needed to do that, but it was just it was the just drunk weird. him drunk karaoke scene. Yeah, <laughs> all my exes is that was it? All my exes live in Texas. I think so. In Spanish, though? yeah, just in Spanish in yeah. Espanol. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and him doing, no, I'm going to walk again. No, you guys can't no. understand me. You're going to see. I'm going to walk again. I'm going to show and you. I hate Dylan. You're like, okay, okay God, man. there's some stuff. Letting it all out. This is unraveling here. Letting it all out. I just, as the best friend, as Tim, if, if you're the best friend, I don't know how you let it get to that point. Yeah. And Tim at one point like, says, "I'll bring him back in a box in Dylan before I let him have that surgery." Like, did you wait? Is that, why'd you just go? Why'd you go there in the first place? Yeah, you're the one who drove him to Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Did I miss that point? Okay. Yeah, I guess Tim needed a getaway, too. I mean, he got he almost had a heat stroke on the right. on the practice field. So I also was trying to do math. So in this episode, Coach Taylor is in Houston, right? And that's four hours from Dylan. Yeah, it's in West Texas. Mm-hmm. So at best, it from Dylan to Mexico City is eight. What I oh, can yeah. do from Google Maps. So Lila drives eight hours in a single day by herself, and gets she gets called in the middle of the night. I couldn't decide if she got there at like dinner the next day, right? Or if that was first thing in the morning. Has she gone like a full twenty four hours of travel? There's just a lot I there. Just, that I, yeah, I wasn't positive the timeline lined up. Just didn't make sense. It was all weird. Okay, so let's talk about the football coach or the replacement football coach. Yeah, the Tennessee. tyrant. The tyrant. Uh, this episode starts with Riggins getting rushed to the ER. Um, and he's talking. Riggins, obviously, again under 18 years old, can't check himself out of the hospital. So Buddy Garrity somehow is allowed to sign out. I would think that that's it's against just, some HIPAA so, violations. But, yeah, you know, so that's fine. it's not that we need. A family member adult. It's just that we need an adult 
to sign you out of just the hospital. Someone. Just, just an someone. adult. We need a warm body here. Yeah, just, just anyone <laughs> someone. over 18 years old with a pulse can just <laughs> right. sign out kids from the hospital. Right. Um, and he t- is talking to Buddy Garrity, and he says, uh, I actually passed out because I was hungover, Mr. Garrity. And Mr. Garrity hits him with a, no, don't you say that. Don't you blame yourself for this. That practice went over. I've, I've been a part of practices that have gone over time. Oh, yeah. 15 minutes, don't get me wrong, after a couple-hour practice, three-hour practice, an extra 15 minutes feels like an eternity. Exactly. I I do think that uh, he passed out because he was hungover, Mr. Garrity. But I like that Mr. Yes. Buddy just immediately dismissed that. I He's know, like, and no. Buddy also said, he said, I've seen you play play hungover before. That's good <laughs> like, That's fantastic. Uh, I love And I love that everyone just accepts that. The seventeen-year-old is just like yeah. a drunk, and it's, like, just nah. a, it's just it's, it's just Riggins. him. It's just you know. he's been this way since thirteen. Good old Rig. Like for them just to blatantly accept his alcoholism at seventeen, yeah, means that this has been going on since he was fifteen. Yeah, since his dad left. I don't know when he's done. Yeah, well, since he's been living with his brother. It's like, oh, this the Riggins crew, you know. We you know, try to you st- know how they are. We try to stop it at twelve. <laughs> you know how they are. They're Kept just gonna do that vodka bottle. Yeah, they're just gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, what can we do? What can we do to stop them or help them? Nothing, I guess. Uh, I did notice that in this episode, you get a wide shot of the Riggins dining room, and uh, there's a ping pong, uh, pinball table, a pinball okay. machine in the back. I don't know Very where fitting. the Riggins yeah. family acquired that, but I like the yeah. fact that they're like dining room table. No way. No, thank you. Pinball machine. It's just the ultimate, like, college guy house right there. That's it perfect. is the ultimate college the guy The bachelor house. pad in high school. Uh, okay, so the head coach who came from Tennessee, who is, like, what, 80% of the high school football coaches in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I do the uh, the franchise Friday game of the week, or whatever we called it, Yeah, for a couple mm-hmm. of years, and I interviewed a lot of coaches in that two-year period. That is that is them. That's them. If you yes. are listening to this and you have a child who's playing high school football, I'm telling you, it's like eight out of ten. That is the guy. Oh yeah. That is how he acts and how oh, yeah. he thinks. No, that is they did a great job. That guy did a great job. The Tennessee tyrant playing that guy. But no, after after I saw Tim pass out and had to like get on the ambulance, I immediately wrote down. I said, "Well, uh, the tyrant had a good run while he lasted." Yeah, and. In reality, if that happens where a coach runs a player to passing out hungover or not, right? he's getting canned the next day, right? Yes. It's in 2020 especially. Right, it's, but now especially. If, yes. they, if that is a city school here in the metro, I mean, he's gone within 12 hours. Smaller towns, he has an outside chance of making it. Especially if, especially if the way that it happened because it was only Tim running with a tire over his head past the allotted time. Past the allotted time. So if if it's like if it's everyone doing conditioning, right, and then it like and it's within like the time restrictions and it's you know just a freak accident and everyone is running and one guy that but when one player is singled out doing that over the amount of time and at that time of the year in West Texas, right. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot Way as hell. hot. It's going to be hot as hell. Uh, so if that happens, especially whenever one guy is singled out, it's a bad look. Yeah. Well, somehow he survives. He gets to coach two games. Somehow he survives, gets to coach two games. But Buddy Garrity, he's had it. it the minute that the tyrant closed pa- practices and told Buddy to get the hell out of here pretty much, Yeah. Buddy oh, Garrity wanted him fired. Coffin. 
Buddy Gary to fight. get out of practice. Oh yeah, nail the coffin. You might as well just signed your own resignation right there. Was the Matt Saracen smash feud believable to you? Did you like no. kind of buy into that? No, See, not at all. Because uh, Smash has been the same the whole time. Yeah, it's like Matt suddenly like had this. This guy only talks about stuff. Like, bro, he's been talking about just stuff in the third person the entire just show. Just now. Like, uh, I mean, whenever he was, not whenever Smash was stealing money from the Dairy Freeze to pay for steroids. Right. That Saracen was, you know, he was Not a little more, mad. He was a little mad, but he yeah. wasn't like. He was more befuddled than angry, really. Yeah, he wasn't going to, you know, fight him in, after you win a football game. Right. You know, while you're still at the football game. Right. I mean, Smash was talking trash to Voodoo. Right, yeah. At the state championship game. Oh, yeah. About how he was going to run all over him and all that stuff, and, like, that was okay. Yeah. But now that Smash is a senior, I, guess I, don't enough under, is I just enough. didn't understand what was different now for Matt. I don't know. Uh, it was winning just really, the state it was a championship. You know, he's the starting quarterback again now, like officially. Yeah. Um, for the first time for a full season. So, um, did Matt Saracen get a big head? Too is he is he letting his See, ego get in the way? I think they really hit way too much on the Matt is frustrated with Smash the football team and not enough on Matt is frustrated with Julie. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly him. what it is. Like that would I think that would have been more believable. It's like oh Matt's going through a tough time because of Julie. I'd be like oh, yeah. okay that makes sense. But him just being like Matt's sick of Smash's shit. I'm like <laughs> really now? Yeah, just now? Sixteen months into the relationship, now. now it's too far. It is relatable. I did have uh, something similar though. Uh, I was 16, and like my first girlfriend. I mean, oh. it doesn't count. No, I did have that. So, Susie, and I, Karen, and Debbie? I was well, no names, but uh, I, I, I was an asshole to be around because she was like kind of doing the whole like yo yo thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, between me and then like this other guy, whatever. Yeah, it was it was very weird, a stupid situation for me to be be in. Um, but you know, you're young and that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, your first like 16 girlfriend and you know, do all that stuff. Um, and I was a complete asshole to be around. So, uh, I do get that. I do get that. Yeah. I think that would have sold it more. Yes. That no, would have sold yeah. it more. And you saw Matt Saracen on Julie Taylor blow up and you're like, yes, we're good. This, yes. This makes sense. That's what this you should what do. You should have been doing the whole time. But, uh, it came after all the, all the football stuff. And then even like smash smash apologize like in the game to like get back in the game he was like let's squash it like he f- he felt kind of sincere and matt was just like yeah that was like hard okay. pass, bro. he didn't say anything he didn't hard apologize pass, for anything yeah uh so they go through there's one game the first game matt and smash get into a fist fight on the sideline yes because smash scored a touchdown and like yeah, was celebrating said, and yeah. like that rubbed matt the wrong way he said you'll get the next one that's what he said yeah, he's like, like you'll get yours yeah you'll get yours what like, I don't, I don't know why that set Matt off. I don't think that's uh, getting in a full fight over. If, if he would have turned around and said, keep feeding me the rock, like, I could get it. Right. Like, he kind of gave him the team answer. Yeah. Like, Matt is really overdoing it here. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the second game, they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of context. Like, there's not a lot of right. gameplay. It's just they have a d- humiliating loss at home. Yes, the and they keep champions. trying to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Yeah, they ran the same Second, play three in a yeah. row, three times in a row. Second and nineteen, run it. I've also seen that in high school football, yes. calling those games. Second nineteen, run it. Third and fifteen, run it. Okay, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? Um, and so that whole port, and then it ends up the coach getting let go. Mm-hmm. And there's the whole coach Taylor is up at TMU, and he gets right. a call from Buddy Gary to meet him halfway, and convinces him to come. And Buddy really, I mean. 
This is all-time slimeball buddy Garrity. Given mm-hmm. that I've seen your wife, Julie needs her father. You, She's been walking around That's town, bad. hanging out with people she shouldn't hang out with, wearing clothes she shouldn't wear. I was like, oh, what we call, man. Uh, throwing stones from yeah. uh, glass houses. That's exactly houses. the point. Throwing stones from glass houses. Um, buddy Garrity, what a, the pot calling the kettle black. All these, all yeah. these cliches. Yes, that is what is happening here. Uh, buddy Garrity, the ultimate slime ball, trying to, you know, strong arm someone. Why did Coach Taylor drive two hours to sit in a gas station and eat a corn dog with Buddy Garrity? Like even like that simple fact is confusing to me. I don't know. I don't know why Coach Taylor even Gives as Buddy- soon as soon as I like if I were Coach Taylor as soon as I accept- blocked yes. But Buddy Garrity is blocked. You are no longer a factor in he my life. He answers his phone call in practice. Yes. While in the middle of practice. And he's he like, calls oh, this him- is Buddy Garrity, oh. the booster from my old high school. I need to make oh, sure I answer. I would block Buddy Garrity so fast. If I were Coach Taylor, like, a, that might have been the first pro on my list oh, for leaving. No more Buddy Garrity. No more Buddy Garrity. But yet, here we are. Here we are. And so whenever Coach Taylor gets back into town... But he's like around the corner, and like I like that they even put it in the Coach Taylor saying like, "Were you up the block waiting on me to pull in?" Like they at least address the fact that it's super weird that Buddy's like there immediately. Yes, like I enjoy that that dialogue. They're making it really assume that like Buddy Garrity is just ten out of ten strange. He is the worst, and I don't know who that actor is from Buddy Garrity. I haven't. I don't know. He plays him so well that I I don't actually hate. I actually hate that guy. Do we know that he's an actor? He might just be. Maybe this just, is just like documentary footage or yeah. something. Like you know, we just won't use your real name. We'll, right. ch- we'll change your real we'll name. Change your name. Uh, but just be you. Uh, and so Coach Taylor comes back. Now he's the coach of the Dillon Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I would say, in a move that you not only had to have some cojones to pull off, but really have some confidence, you're not going to get canned yourself in benching Smash and Matt Saracen. Seconds before kickoff of their third game, which, as we found out, is a must-win. Two losses, you don't make the Texas high school state playoffs, which I still don't believe. But that's yeah. that's what we're led to believe based off last year. Exactly. Um, and also the the tyrant showed up at his house before. Showed up at Coach Taylor's house. Did you feel that, bad for the tyrant or for Coach Taylor? Um, a little Coach Taylor. A little Coach Taylor. Uh, the tyrant guy probably should have been fired, but I mean, I guess I get it. Um. See, I think but they did a good job of. I, if I, if you're the coach, why do you like? Why do you? Yeah, I don't know why he's met at Coach Taylor. Yeah, like I show up at Buddy Garrity's house. R- that makes more sense. That's the reason why you got fired. Yeah, um, the tyrant doing the, you know, just the next time you do something like this, just insinuating that Coach Taylor's gonna right. steal someone else's job. Uh, remember that we have families too, and then him walking back to his car, and there's clearly a daughter sitting yep. in the back seat with a U-Haul. Thought that was very well done because all of a sudden this guy who's had no positive qualities the entire no. time he's been in the show, mm-hmm. you immediately have sympathy for. For sure. Um, and then Coach Taylor, who truthfully didn't do anything. He no. didn't reach out to Buddy for the job. He just accepted the job when it was offered to him. Is it like a little sleazy? I'll give it like a 2 out of 10 on the sleaze scale. Like there's a little sleaze there, yeah. but nothing just outrageous. It, I mean, I really don't think that you would, if you are Coach Taylor, you'd feel bad because i don't think did buddy explain or was he just like hey he's like gone he said something like the he says the eagle has landed and coach Taylor's like what yeah the eagles let it we fired him this morning he goes oh, okay he's like, okay yes, well then if, if you're like okay he's fired like coach taylor nice- didn't have any backstory as to 
Like, why? Wow, he's like, he's fired. We want you to be. Well, I think the coach, when they met right? at the gas station, I think he basically said, "I want to know that you're going to take the job before I fire him." Oh, uh, okay. So he, yeah. he kind of Coach knew, Taylor had but... to accept the job before they were going to let yeah, him go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get that then. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So no, I I agree. Probably like two out of ten. Two out of ten on the sleeves. On the sleeves. On the sleeves scale. You yeah. feel a little bad, but I mean, do you know who you I do? feel the worst for in these three episodes? Um, Landry. No, Landry's a hero at the end. <laughs> just kidding. That's true. No, Somehow, but he did, and he did a pass kill a guy. Call makes him the hero. I don't, and he did kill a guy. Matt Saracen really overthrew him on that play. By the it's way, it's terrible. That ball was way terrible. over his head. Matt, Sar- Matt, Matt Saracen Flacco. Yeah, um, the backup quarterback and the backup running back. <laughs> right. They play the entire game. The they get the season. ball back to try to win it from like the twelve, and they get yanked. They get yanked. Uh, All because Matt and Smash came out to coach and said, we figured it out, we're okay now? And they just, get their ju- they just get yanked? They get yanked, but then Landry gets a chance. And they don't even or use Landry Smash! Got a chance what before. is Smash out there for? Decoy. The decoy. I guess. You're gonna, I mean, Smash was, is going to play one play. It's what, four seconds left from what, like the 30 or something? They know he's yeah. not going to run. I don't know why, yeah, why not just... Line up a receiver. I don't know. That was weird. So, no, I, yes, I do agree. I do feel bad for the backup quarterback, backup <laughs> running back. Whole game. But, hey, you're not getting the job done. And then the starters, I guess, figured their shit out. So, who knows? I guess. I, I do I do feel bad for them. <laughs> That's a tough break. Yeah, like, again, they play – I mean, and I like how the PA announcer, too, in that portion of the game, they go, well, you got to give the ball here to Smash. He's got fresh legs. Got fresh legs. Yeah, he's the number one recruit. <laughs> he's the number one running back in the entire country. He hasn't yeah. played a snap, and now he's coming in for a goal line play. Right. I hope he gets in. I hope he gets in. I hope he's got fresh legs. He hasn't played the entire game. Uh, some quote, a quote from the, uh, the Tennessee Tyrant. I don't have time to take advice from the team mascot. Talking to oh, Jason yes, Street. Yes, I just I just read that on my notes too. Uh ouch. Oof. Yeah, no. That's that's tough. If yeah. I were Jason, I would have wheeled my ass off that field okay. the that minute. So you and I you again, that. both sons of coaches, high yes. school coaches. Yes. What are the chances that an entire coaching staff gets retained with a new head coach? Um Zero, unless it right? unless unless it's like there's a like, few holdovers. There's a few holdovers. Like not, the offensive coordinator was still there yeah. from the year before. Mac so was like, still there. The Mac, defensive coordinator yes, was there. I forgot his name, but yeah, um, the defensive coordinator still there, and yeah. Jason's still there. There's no way that the entire staff remains. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Uh, high school, maybe a little. Mac's tougher. probably getting a head coaching job at a different school because he just won a state title as the probably. offensive coordinator. Yeah, probably, and he's been vocal that he wants. The, a head coaching job, right. specifically the Dylan head coaching job. And he doesn't before. like African Americans. And I, yes, he's a racist. So, I mean, you know, what I the just, hell? But no, I. I just had that realization yeah. when he said that. I was like, wait, these are all the same coaches for Coach Taylor. Yeah, for sure. Now, I, I've been in similar because my dad, my dad was the coach at Piedmont for 20 years, and then he moved to UConn and was an assistant. And when that head coach got fired, um, my dad tried for the head job at UConn, didn't get it, but. The new head coach, uh, who ended up being my head coach, um, he kept my dad on. Okay. So it, it's, it's kind of tough. But my dad had been a head coach forever and, like, went to four state state tournaments. Yeah. So, like, he knew what he was doing. It's not like he was just some young – Right. Like, Whippersnapper? Yeah, young science teacher slash coach. Right. So, I mean, so that's a little different. See, I just had four different basketball coaches in four years in high school. Oh, God. Chisholm. And 
four different assistant coaches, four different trainers. Oh, like geez, every I'm... year, it was like a whole turnover. What the hell, man? So like that blows my mind. What are they doing to Marlo? Uh, is Marlo a stepping stone job? Is that what it is? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a stepping stone job. Yeah, no joke. I love it. <laughs> that's not a joke. I love it. Okay, exactly fair, enough, fair enough. Every coach did not get fired. They took jobs at other schools. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good then. Well, not good, good for, for those us, coaches. but great for them. Yeah, good great for those for coaches. Sorry for the kids. but No, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, okay. No, yeah, but to answer your question, yeah, no. The, the majority of the coaches, there would be maybe one or two exceptions, but majority of the coaches would not uh, be retained. Uh, okay, so this is Riggins. Jason gets sent to Riggs' house to try to like fire him up to play on Friday. Yeah. After his uh, dehydration pass out, <laughs> right. and as Jason's uh, rolling away, he says, "Man, that fire under my ass has been lit. Has been lit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it. Great. There's Jeez. seriously no sleazeball I love more than Tim Riggins. Like every second he's on uh, the screen, I'm like this guy's ten out of ten. I love. But know- also, it would be weird. It would be weird, right? If one of your yeah. teammates had become your coach and had started like oh yeah kind of being like disciplinarian towards you that'd yeah, be no weird doubt. no doubt um did you know that taylor kish or however you say his name yeah he's the the star of waco the show on netflix oh yeah i had no clue i watched oh, yeah. waco over the weekend mm-hmm. he's also very canadian and i spent two hours watching that show going why does he look so damn familiar yeah no he is also very canadian too. is he yes Okay. Extremely Canadian. He's got the whole accent and all of it. Well, he plays it off well. Oh, yeah, he plays does. off the West Texas well. He plays a great 17-year-old West Texas team. So Tim Riggins is talking to his brother. Uh, Jackie is his next-door neighbor who he recently had a fling with. Right. Who she's 35, he's 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for clarity, again, just, yeah. child molestation. Little predator. Uh, are you screwing Jackie? This is Tim talking to his mm-hmm. brother. His brother goes, no, why? And Tim <laughs> says, I don't know. I saw you sneaking out of her window at 6 in the morning. <laughs> right. You know, we're just you know, have a little breakfast, you know, a little little neighborly breakfast. Just a little neighborly breakfast. Welcoming her to the neighborhood. Like, what the hell? Like, honestly, though, it seems like they always say it's a small town. Like, so everyone knows that Tim had been with this neighbor, correct? Right. Okay. Also, no, actually, also, I don't know if that's true. I think it might just be Tim and his brother. How else? Ooh, how would anybody know. else know? I think didn't Tyra or someone say something about someone made a jab at him about your neighbor, oh, okay. but and they were like he was like how do you know and they said the small town thing. Um, if you're a high school kid, seventeen, are you trying to move in next to this lady? Oh, dude, yes, yeah, you oh, have for to sure, be. for sure, you have to be. Like that's, that's the, the that's the hottest. Those are the hottest houses on the market. You're trying to hang Dylan. out at Tim's house every night. Oh, for sure, every night. I almost told a story and I chose not to. Okay. Yeah, Tim has not, my favorite you know, line in these three episodes. So he gets bailed out of jail by Jason. Mm-hmm. Which, again, just for, just for if you're not watching this show and thinking logically here, Jason has $10,000 cash. He has to use all of it to pay the doctor for the, the shark semen. Yeah. Or stem cells. Stem cells, yeah, yeah. yeah Same yeah. thing. I just like saying semen. Same thing. Um, He bails Tim out of jail, mm-hmm. it, insinuating that he used some of the money to get Tim out of jail. Right. How is he now paying the doctor? They stay. I, did, I was just curious. But my bigger question, my bigger point is here. Tim, after he gets bailed out, he's leaving the release facilities, and he says, cheers, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone knows Mexican police officers are giant Cowboys fans. So, like, okay, so, okay, high school kid, street, Riggins doesn't have a job. No. 
Street is an assistant football coach. An assistant coach. So he's not making really anything. He doesn't teach. So he ha- yeah. that's what they call a lay coach. And normally, like, like maybe a couple hundred bucks a month. That's yeah. it. That's I was it. Gonna, I was gonna say like six grand a year, like max. Yeah, no, like one of my one of my buddies was the lay coach at UConn, and he was he was making three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, like that. So it's so it's you not just a say lot. It's Texas football so, is triple. Right. Yeah, that's very know, like, true. It's very still true. Under, it means more. Under ten thousand dollars a year. It means more. Um, so they're paying for a hotel. Yes. They're getting shitty they're, drunk I mean, every night. Yeah, beer out the out the wazoo. And he brought ten thousand dollars of cash. So is he not? Is he just? Not using the ten thousand dollars at all. Like, what disposable income? I don't know. Do they have to be doing this? I would also like to say that just carrying around ten thousand dollars cash in a bag. Yes. Just a poor decision in general. Very much. And so. when they went over the border, I just now thought about this. When they went over the border, would the border patrol not be like, "Hey, man, ten thousand dollars cash. This is fishy." Yeah. What's in the bag? Yeah. Like, they would not what check you guys the do bag. Ten thousand dollars cash. They don't check oh, the we're going to get. We're going to go buy some shark stem shells. Yeah, sure, you I'm are. Getting, yeah, you come back with pot, aren't you? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, uh, sir. This is for me to walk again, actually. Yeah. So uh, you're going to make fun of me because I'm crippled. <laughs> also, the, t- also another good Tim Brigan's quote. After uh, Lila shows up, I can't remember what it was, but they have like this big long talk, and then right after they have this serious talk, Tim goes. I'm gonna need some extra cast for that booze cruise too. <laughs> like it just slides he, it in there right he, at the end. He hits her with the oh yeah, it's really easy to you know the moment's done is pack up and leave and leave us here. You don't really care. I mean, gives us great speech to convince her to yes. stay. And he goes, but we're gonna need some extra cash for that booze cruise. For that booze cruise too. <laughs> just he doesn't miss. He's, he doesn't miss on the quotes. He's perfect. He's on fire. Oh man, all what right, a gifted all, orator. All that I have left to talk about is Julie. Okay. The worst? The worst person ever? Yeah. So, again, I just like establishing ages here. She is driving with her permit, so she's at 15 and a half at the youngest, but she's not 16 yet because she doesn't have her license. Yeah. And she's hanging out every day with a college boy. Yeah, who doesn't at have a name. They, he just has a nickname. Yeah, they call him the Swedish guy. Even she calls him. She just calls him the Swede. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. At youngest, he's 18. But he's hanging out in a bar. But he's hanging out in a bar. Okay. He's bought booze. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, 18 at the youngest, assuming he has a fake ID, more likely 21. Right. Let's in, I don't want to talk about the legality of it here. Mm-hmm. At there's points in the show where Julie is hanging out with him and his friends. Yes. I have been 21 in college. Mm-hmm. If I brought a 15-year-old girl to a party with all my friends, they would ridicule me. Oh, dude. For years. Oh. That is the most... The murder is unbelievable. The shark stem cells are is unbelievable. A 21-year-old <laughs> bring a 15-year-old to a college party with all of his buddies? And a, pa- it, and a bar. And a bar. Impossible. And she was hanging out in the bar, too. Like, what What the hell is going on? And God, I feel like we just keep glossing over this and we don't talk about this enough. He just goes by a fucking nickname. That's it. The Swede. God, he makes everyone call him that. What a douche. Is this guy the douchiest person ever? He has no ever? accent, really. No, he has no accent. So what, is he from a town called Sweden? I don't Like, know. what What the hell is going on? He strikes me as that person who was born in America, you know, and it's been his entire life in American, American, but, like, his parents are from Sweden, and so he just claims to be Swedish. Right. It's like, yeah, technically you're Swedish, but you're culturally American. probably a little bit more of an American, right? Yes, exactly. So, no, I just... Uh, I don't know. The, the, just, just, the whole the whole thing is 
whenever I just terrible when that scene came on and they're passing around that joint. Yeah, and I'm just having this realization of this is like five twenty-one year olds mm-hmm. and a fifteen-year-old, and he brought her to this party. Like that would never happen. No, no, especially like a fifteen-year-old that comes from a family that like loves her and like right. you know like a girl that. She has a supportive family. Right. Like, granted, dad is in Austin most of the time. Right. But mom's home, and she just had a kid, so you'd think that maybe she wants to, like, yeah. you know, stick around, help out a little you bit. Think. You know, like, do her do her part uh, for a family that loves her. Uh, but no, she rebels and um, just is becoming an asshole, basically. That's, she is the worst daughter to ever exist. Oh, yeah. She's terrible. She is the Buddy Garrity of daughters. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. the worst. The worst. Sean Thurman gave you a little bit of forewarning that Julie gets Very pretty true. unbearable. Very true. He did. So, Sean, uh, the, re- the good reverend, good doctor, um, thank you for that. But And I'm not for hitting your kids in the right. face. Right. But if a kid ever deserved to get hit in the face. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. That might be Julie. Uh, Julie, she did enough. Open-hand she did slap, more than I feel enough. like is, you know. She did more than enough. Just making out with a, a 21-year-old, let's call him 21 uh, when she's 15, in front of her house, and then refusing to get out of the car. And, like, kicking her mom and stuff? Even and when... I refuse to call he's him. He's like, I'm I not refu- gonna- the, kid, the kid with the nickname... Uh, <laughs> I refuse to call him that. The kid with the nickname is like, no, like, g- what are you doing? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, he's like, and what are you doing? Says, get out of the car. I don't care. <laughs> I, d- I don't he's care. He's like, I'm not going to take you. That would be kidnapping. Kidnap I don't me. care. Yeah, it's easy for you to say, because <laughs> you're not going to go to jail. Yeah. I'm 26. Oh my god! You're 15. Jeez. Well, no one goes to jail. Uh, the 35 year old neighbor is not going to jail. Um, and I like. There's so. this whole thing about like her parents are wrestling with like how involved do we be? The harder we push her, the more she's going to latch on to him. I get all that. 22 year old, 21 year old, 23 year old college kid. Yeah. That's too far. That's a, that's too far. That is when it just okay. You know what? We're just we're going to put the brakes far. on this. And a little bit of it. Julie deserved it. The the slap in the face. Um, I, you'd say that she deserved it, and then also like, uh, but she tried Mrs. to kick Ta- her mom, and yes, and Mrs. Taylor, uh, was about at the breaking point. Oh yeah, like, yeah, just all the shit that she had going on. Yeah, she is at a breaking point and just snapped. So yeah, it was just a culmination of things. Did you have a friend like Julie Taylor? Because I know I did. Who would mm-hmm. get grounded and then like twenty four hours later everything was normal? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was very relatable. Yeah, no, very relatable. I had sure. a couple of times I got grounded, and it was like, oh, you're grounded for two weeks. Yeah. Like, okay. Two weeks would go by, and my dad wouldn't believe me it had been two weeks. Right. He's like, no, there's another week. Mm. I would get grounded longer than what the punishment was because my dad would lose track of time. <laughs> Julie's parents just forgive and forget in right. moments. So you're just always grounded, basically. Right. Were, I'm like, okay, yeah. dad, it's been two weeks, and I have my car keys back. He'd be like, it's not been two weeks. It's only right. been a week. I'm like, no, yeah. that happened on June 1st, mm-hmm. and today's June 15th. He's like, no, no, no. That was last Monday. You're trying to pull a fast one. I'm yep. like, I, I no, yeah. That no, happened. I got, I got grounded. One, I guess uh, to answer your question, I guess I would be that kid that got grounded, but you just kind of like do whatever. But it only happened one time. I really only got grounded once, and it was because of the aforementioned girl that I was uh, yeah. talking about. Um, uh, but it was for like maybe a couple days, and then it was just like, hey, quit being, a, quit being an idiot. I missed curfew once, as Julie Taylor did, and I think I, I might. Julie missed it by like four hours. I wasn't quite that bad. I missed it by like yeah. I don't know, ninety minutes. Right. Oh, nice. Um, and I can remember 
because at the time I did not have my car, mm-hmm. uh, being dropped off at my house and my father sitting on my porch. And this is like, again, like, because I think my curfew at the time was midnight and it was like 1.30. Yeah. And like my parents were always asleep when I got home. I, the rule is I just had to wake them up. My dad would look at the clock and be like, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> and right. like I'd go upstairs. And so like my dad was wide awake at 1.30 mm-hmm. in the morning waiting on me to get home. I have never had the fight or flight moment. I've been held at gunpoint before. Twice. Holy shit. What? Yeah. Well, we can tell the stories at the room. Yeah. I've been held at gunpoint twice. I was more scared for my life in that moment than I was for <laughs> right. There's just something about when your parents are pissed off at you. Yeah. And you know, like just thoroughly, they want to kill you. Yeah. Because it just, it makes you rethink everything. No doubt. Makes you rethink everything. You stop, your life flashes before your eyes. Um, your life probably flashes before their eyes because they're like, why the hell did we bring this shitty kid right into this world right now yeah. i'm rethinking all of this right now yeah that's what they're thinking yeah okay well that's all i got man that's all i got too i think um landry really needed that w i'm just reading through my notes yeah landry got the w despite the fact that he is a murderer despite There's the fact a whole, that we didn't talk anything murderer, about yes. them finding the body but really it's just they find the body they bring tyra in and they connect the fact that this was the rapist <clears throat> that Tyra had reported, and that's really the end of it. Right, that was it. And Landry's dad kind of catches on. There's some funny he business going. Definitely on. catches on. Uh, he doesn't know what it is. That man is astute. Um, also, <laughs> uh, in some alternate universe, I feel like Coach Taylor would have taken out an ad in the Dylan uh, paper, mm-hmm. uh, just like MJ, and just says, "I'm back." Whenever he comes, no back. doubt that would have been fantastic if they would have put that little thing in there. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think <laughs> at the end of episode four, I just said, oh, there's that small thing called murder popping back up. Yeah, there's a yeah, the plot just, point keeps yeah, returning. Just that, that little small plot point that everyone forgets about. Yeah. But yeah, no, so yeah, that's all I had. Cool, perfect. All right, man. Well, until next week, I appreciate it. Looking forward to next week. Appreciate you, man.